because my heart lies in business. I mean, everything about the process, you know, starting something, creating the logo, creating the colors, creating the feel that you want to have your clients feel like all that to me is just like euphoria. Like it's a drug for me. Yes. And that's why I'm always on the go with the hustle because I love to take a business from nothing and build that solid foundation, you know, making sure that we have the business plan, the strategy, the everything is just in place. And there's like no way that we could fail. And if we do, we just go ahead and we just try again. Hey mamas, welcome to the Being Mother Hustler podcast. I'm your host, Mother Hustler, Kareen Mills. I'm a mama of two boys, founder of a tribe called Mother Hustler Nation, co-founder of the Game Changers Global Network, an insurance professional turned lifestyle entrepreneur, keynote speaker, and author. Each and every week, I'm bringing you stories and thoughts from mom entrepreneurs who will inspire you to take massive, imperfect action, unapologetically chase your dreams, and eradicate your excuses so you can quit treating your business like a hobby and turn your side hustle into full-time income. I know being mother hustler is not easy, but sisters, we are making it happen even in this beautiful mess. Thank you so much for being present with me today. Now let's go mother the world. Michelle Welch is no stranger to entrepreneurship. Growing up in a household where both parents strive to build businesses from the ground up, she quickly learned the importance of strong work ethic with a balanced blend of unending determination. Michelle found herself working for several businesses, both small and large in size, to help them increase their bottom line. She has assisted in over a dozen startups. It wasn't long before she decided she should put her entrepreneurial bloodline to use. At just age 25, Michelle founded Queen Cleaning Concepts, and she co-founded Golden Spoon for the Culture. Queen Cleaning Concept is a commercial and residential cleaning company that quickly gained success due to her stellar marketing efforts. GS, a catering and meal prep service with a cultural spin. Michelle is a certified life coach who specializes in confidence and empowerment coach. She's also a keynote speaker. Her passion spreads widely into her community. She's the founder of a nonprofit called the Entrepreneur Network, an interactive hub for entrepreneurial women and mothers looking to start or build their own business, create connections, find inspiration and support. But the queen of clean's most important job and the one that keeps her going every single day is her role as a single mother for her two boys, Landon and Trevor. Sisters, please help me in welcoming the mother hustler mothering the world this week, the queen of clean and the mom entrepreneur herself, Michelle Welch. Welcome everyone to the Being Mother Hustler podcast. I'm your host, Kareen Mills, and we are blessed today to sit down with Michelle I can't wait to hear your story, Michelle. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm super excited. We're super excited to listen to your journey. Um, sure, it's going to be amazing. So we usually start it off with your childhood. And when you tell that story, I would love for you to take us through that story and take us to um, your adulthood and how mm -hmm. you got there through that and through your journey as a child. What kind of things did you learn from your parents? What kind of things did you learn from your journey as a child? Because I think I love listening to the child version of us because we are so innocent when we were a child and we have big, yeah. big dreams. We're never scared to dream when we're a child. So 
I'll let you take it all away. Awesome. All right. So um, starting off, my parents, uh, Donna and George, they, um, they've been together for probably about 33 years, been married for like 26 years. So I did come from a very loving um, home. Uh, we, I grew up in New Jersey and I moved to Florida when I was about six years old. Um, my parents were entrepreneurs. Uh, they always owned businesses. They uh, owned a cleaning company actually in New Jersey and um, they brought it down to Tampa when we first moved here, but then they stopped. Uh, and then after that, um, my mother opened up her sister's daycare. And when she saw the success that was happening with that, she went ahead and opened up her own. So I grew up in the entrepreneurial bloodline. Like that's what it was. My mom was a hustler. Like when it comes down to like my worth ethics to date today, like it's because she set the tone. She set such a great example of what a hardworking woman would be. Um, so that was one thing that I know that I developed from her and my father the same way, you know, he grew up in, um, in not such the great and not such a great part of, of Trenton. And, you know, he dealt with a lot of things and adversities within his family. So he just, they ultimately wanted the best for me and my brother. Um, and my childhood was amazing. There was, you know, I had everything I could ever imagine, you know, I'm a mom now and, you know, some mothers, sometimes they say, um, I wish I can give my kids everything that I didn't have. And it's just like, for me, I'm like, how am I going to outdo what my family did for me? Because I never knew what, you know, struggling was or what I, I just had everything I ever wanted. But my parents worked extremely hard. They, you know, made sure that me and my brother were there in the front line at all times to see how business operations were going. I mean, even when we were younger, my mom had my crib in her in her daycare office. You know, it was wow. never a question if we weren't around. Um, and it made me become responsible really quickly because at certain points, you know, around the time I was like a teenager, 15, 16, I was running the daycare. You know, I was going there in the morning with her, opening it, taking payments. So it, she instilled it in me really, really quick. Like, you got to get it yourself. You never depend on anybody. Like you got to work hard and you hustle for as many hours a day that you feel like you need to, to get it done. And so that's one thing that I know that I appreciate her a lot for. Um, and I grew up and I have a brother. He's, um, he's 30. So we're about four years apart from each other, but we're best friends. So growing up with somebody that, you know, we, I resonated with so well and he's just so understanding and it was never a judgmental thing. And we could talk about anything and like, it's still that same way today. So, you know, my childhood was just amazing. I don't ever remember a time where, you know, I really like went through anything because you know, my parents protected us, you know, they made sure that we were in the best schools, we had just the best of everything. And I think that that shaped me to be a, a good woman and, and understand, you know, the quality of life that I want to maintain for me and my kids. But it was kind of like shell shocking, because when I hit that point where I turned 18, 19 years old, and my parents didn't have the business anymore. And it was like, what do I do now? You know, like, <laughs> I had to go out and find a job. And I had to like, you know, it's different when you're getting a check from mommy and daddy versus having to go out into the real world and get a check. So I learned that very quickly that it's not the same, but I learned really quick. Like, so I picked it up, I picked up the pace and I always kept really good jobs. I always, um, school just wasn't for me. Honestly, <laughs> I, I failed college algebra like four times at two different colleges. I was just like, I'm done. I'm over it because my heart lies in business. I mean, everything about the process, you know, starting something, creating the logo, creating the colors, creating the feel that you want to have your clients feel like all that to me is just like euphoria. Like it's a drug for me. Yes. And that's why I'm always on the go with the hustle because I love to take a business from nothing and build that solid foundation, you know, making sure that we have the business plan, the strategy, the everything is just in place. And there's like no way that we could fail. And if we do, we just go ahead and we just try again. So that's for me, it's like, that's where my heart lies. So I tried to go back to school for business and my like my guidance counselor is like, are you going to go work for somebody? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and he's just like, so you honestly don't need this, Michelle. You know, you can invest this into your businesses or something. And I was like, okay. So having those jobs and I always worked at staffing agencies because, you know, they can get you into different places without having to have a degree. So I was like an HR supervisor at UPS. I did um, business acquisition for Spectrum. Like I had great jobs, but I learned so much from them that I'm now able to implement into my businesses to date. Um, so then I had my first son at 19 and that was really like, 
shocking for me because um, I was I was planning on going to the Air Force. I really wanted to travel the world. And I thought that that would be like the best way, you know, military to work out, great benefits, good pay. But obviously God had other plans for me. So I went to the hospital because I thought I had the flu and I found out I was 12 weeks pregnant. So wow. that's when, yeah, that's when everything just like went in for a whirlwind. And um, I was extremely nervous, but my mom was super excited. Um, you know, she had just was getting ready to like make the transition to sell her business and everything like that. So she was like, stay at home, grandma. I'm going to, you know, be all this nana and glamma. And so she was so <laughs> excited. So it really made it a great experience for me. Um, but at that point, me and my boyfriend at the time, which is my first son's father, we were good until he found out I was pregnant. Then everything kind of like just went crazy. Yeah. And, you know, I ended up dealing with a lot of domestic violence and it was just such a toxic relationship. And I thank God to date that we're able to actually sit in the same room together and co-parent. But it was definitely a really, really hard journey um, because, you know, I didn't grow up in a household where I saw my dad hitting my mom. And, you know, it was for me, it was like, OK, that's my son's father. I have to stay with him. I need to be with the first person I'm with. You know, it's like we're conditioned as young girls oh, wow. to believe that the first man you, you're with, you got to be with. If you have a kid with them, you, you have to have a family. And so I learned really quickly, it's, I cannot be a, the mother that my son needs for me to be if I'm in this toxic relationship, you know, I'm depressed and I don't, I don't even want to be around anybody. And it's just like, as soon as I realized that I can let the weight go and I'll be able to move forward, I did. And that's when I just began to flourish. You know, I was upset that I was going to be a single mom, but I knew that me being a single mom was going to be better for my son than to keep him around something that could possibly harm him growing up. So, you know, being young, 19 years old with a baby and making decisions like that to leave my family behind and go back home and kind of restart my life again, I got caught up in wanting to live my life versus wanting to be a mom, you know, still being fresh out of high school. And it's just like, you see your friends off at college and partying. So I did get off track for a little bit of time. I thank God that my parents were so strong and structured that they helped me, you know, try to maintain and still keep my mommyhood intact, but I did veer off. And I like to be transparent about that because I believe that not we're not perfect. You know, mm -hmm. we go through things in life and our circumstances can change how we act in that moment. And me going through that depression and just getting out of, you know, domestic violence, it caused me to need other coping mechanisms. And thankfully, you know, my family helped me get through that, but that was a really trying time in my life. So I'm moving forward, got past all that. And now I'm getting back into the working field held a job for about three years. It was a great job. I moved up in the company pretty quickly, but I still felt so unfulfilled. I um, ended up getting FMLA and like constantly calling out because I wanted to work on my dream. That's when I birthed Clean Cleaning Concepts, which is around 2015. Um, and it's a residential and commercial cleaning company. And I remember just sitting there, you know, I, it was in a call center. So I have my headphones on and I'm writing and calls are coming in and I'm just like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But I'm, like drawing up my logo and I'm writing down my color schemes and I'm like just thinking and like Googling like, you know, different, different cleaning companies in Orlando so I could see what they were doing. And it just like, in those moments I felt so happy and I'm like, this isn't for me. Like I have to get out of this. I can't keep this, this job mentality. It just wasn't for me. So what's the, I, what's the cleaning company's name? Uh, Queen Cleaning Concepts. Wow. So I'm going to stop you right there really quick okay. because I wrote a lot of notes and <laughs> I'm, I'm so, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. This is really, really good. And I'm so excited for you because you are a go-getter. And I truly believe that our, our environment growing up really makes a huge impact on us. But with yours, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, traumatic childhood. It was actually a really close to perfect childhood. I'm sure it's not perfect, but it was close. Yeah. And so I think, I think that has um, a tendency in my mind, and you just proved me wrong, um, that to spoil kids, right? Like, like it has a tendency to make you not want to go for it because you were given yeah. a lot of things. And now that I'm talking to you and I'm getting to know you, I'm so impressed by the fact that you absorbed everything that your parents did and shows that what we show our children is truly mm -hmm. what sticks a lot. And um, you talk a lot about your 
walking away from your relationship, the first son's dad. And I'm so, I'm sort of jealous that you did that because my mom never did that. You know, I don't know if you've heard of my, my story. Cause I share, I just started sharing, you know, I'm yeah. healing from this story. So I'm able to share it with mm-hmm. very little emotion. I mean, I cry and all that, but it's more of like a healing cry versus like a sad cry. Um, because my mom never did that. And, and you are spot on when you said I couldn't be the mother that I should be for my son. Yeah. Because I was going through that toxic environment and I, could, I couldn't put, put him through that because that's going to impact him. And I, I have to commend you for that because it truly will impact your son. It would have impacted your son in a very negative way. So thank you for doing that. You are a (laughs) great model of a mom. Yeah, but now don't get me wrong. It did take me about a year, but I I knew that at some point it was just, it couldn't happen. It just, it wasn't, it it was going to break me. It was taking me to a place that I was like, I can't, this is like uncharted territories. Like I have to be a mom, you know? So, So talk about that feeling of, creating and the process of building a business because I'm the same way. Um, and you know, people that are used to working, there's people that are, um, might tell me like, why can't you just get another job? Like, why can't you just work? Or like, sometimes I get so frustrated. (laughs) I get so super frustrated and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm working so hard and I'm not even making any money right now. But they, like, I think a lot of people don't understand that it's not about the money. The money isn't It's never about the money. It's never but it's been like, about the it's, money. It's the process that just gives me so much energy, right? Talk about you that know. a lot more and dive deep into that. So for me, um, business to me is like, it's like that it just gives me like the shakes. Like I feel like the Energizer Bunny because it's like, I'm such a creative, like, I can literally sit and, um, you know, I have a network of women. I have the Entrepreneur Network and I have women that reach out to me daily and I'm constantly helping them with their businesses. And when they sit there and they tell me, you know, what they're getting their business started in, I'm immediately spit firing ideas of different marketing techniques, different things that they can do. And it's just like, it just, it's what comes up, comes out. It's so natural for me. And the business world for me, it's like a puzzle. I love putting it together. I love walking in there and people looking at me like who's who is she like she's not she has nothing and when I open my mouth I captivate the room I take everyone's breath away and they're like I need to know her that for me is like everything you know I don't do it for notoriety I don't do it to know prove a point that oh I can empower women no I want everyone to understand you know I'm a single mom I I've gone through so much but I'm not going to allow that to stop me from what my ultimate dream is which is running multi-million dollar businesses because for me, I know that I can make it happen. I believe in myself that much I, because I've built other businesses. I literally, when I was 18 years old, I had a job. I started working at the, like, the lowest of the franchise. I was a team, a team member cleaning out yogurt machines. I was so dedicated to that place because I loved it so much. I moved up to team lead, then moved up to assistant manager, then moved up to manager, then moved up to corporate trainer, then moved up to executive assistant to the president to where they literally gave me a, a bank account with $500,000 in it and said, here, project management, get the Ultima store built. Let's, let's do it. I was 18 years old doing this. I knew in that exact moment that when I stood outside of that store and I saw what I created, I already knew it was a wrap. I was like, this whole business game is done. <laughs> this is me. Like, I will be known for being that boss mom that can run businesses, that can make a profit and do it all looking fly, like just being a boss. Like, and I knew, and and that's what I'm doing. And it just, it makes me so happy to see, like, I built this. I literally blood, sweat, tears, not sleeping. I literally last night went to sleep at almost five in the morning. Why? Because I was building a website because I make sure that everything that I do, I do it with excellence because I'm committed and I'm dedicated because it's bigger than me. It's like, I'm leaving a legacy for my kids. I'm doing so much and it's just like, it it makes me so happy. And my kids are picking up on it. My son, he's like, mom, I can't, I can't wait when I get older. I want to own a Dunkin' Donuts. I, I, I want to own my own cleaning company. He's like, when are you, you going to take me with you so I can wash the windows? Like, he's so excited. And I'm like, 
yes, I'm doing something right because I know that they're picking up on the example that I'm leading. And at the end of the day, that's what matters to me. So it's not about the money. You know, it's great. We can make a profit. Okay. But we can do that at a job. It's about the impact. It's about what we're setting, the tone we're setting for our children and for the future. You know, a lot of people, and I didn't even realize it, look up to me, you know, because I put a lot of my yes, life out on girl. social media and it's just like, I didn't understand what it was until I started getting the flood messages of, oh my God, you're doing this from men, from women, from younger girls. And I'm like, this is what God called me to do because if I, it, it wouldn't come so easy if it if that's what it, what it was if that's not what it was, it's my passion. So for business, for me, it's like, it's like eating your favorite candy over and over and not getting a tummy ache and just being able to engulf in like the greatness and the sugary and feeling the energy. Like it's just fun. You can literally give, throw me a business and I can seriously like come together with an entire marketing plan, a business plan, your financial st structure, everything. Just give me an hour and I can do it. Like I'm so gangster with it. I'm sorry, but like, I love it. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. You're just like me when, when it comes to business, I get so pumped about business and you know, um, you talk about building businesses. So that is a plural, right? And I hear so many people and I, I think I get, I get people to maybe frown upon because I have several businesses and it's like, how does she do what she does and how can she like, okay, I, I have this networking platform that I own called game Ch game changers, global network. I founded mm -hmm. it with a, with a partner and we had a Christmas party and my husband showed up. My husband barely shows up in like, he's very, uh, he's not antisocial because he can hold his own when he's in the room, but he's an introvert. So mm -hmm. he's a social introvert, but he would rather be home. Right. Yeah. And so he went in there and the first question that a lot of people ask him that they, that he just met is, does Kareen ever sleep? And he's like, oh yeah, she sleeps. <laughs> like how much does she sleep? Because they don't believe in me. When I tell them I only would sleep five hours a night, like I schedule, yeah. like, even my, my sleep has a schedule, you know? And, and I think, I think it's hard to fathom for some people to really have multiple businesses, you know, yeah. one and being a mom and being a wife and, and this and that, and being a friend, a sister, a daughter, whatever. It can be done, sister. Change into eating a lot of fresh fruit, vegetables, mm. and also some, the cooking is more like steaming vegetables. There, there are vegetables that we cook. So I don't mm. like eat that much of grains. I don't eat that much of, uh, fat in my diet mm -hmm. but there are reasons for it mm -hmm. and uh the watermelons is just that <laughs> my kids just love the watermelons when they are in season they're so delicious and they just don't want to eat anything almost anything else wow. so they like just gobbling up those watermelons and they are really good for you they're very good for you and they have plenty of things in them when you have seeds then you have all the minerals and this water in watermelon is just so rich and so good for your body. Well, they eat wow. other, like they eat bananas, they eat berries, they eat uh, apples, but the watermelon is the king. Wow. So <laughs> you, you mentioned the seeds. Do you eat the mm -hmm. seeds? You don't pluck yes. them out? You can pluck them out and play. You can bite them, chew them. You can... Um, eat them you can just uh, swallow them whole it doesn't matter wow. i've seen in thailand then they make the because when i lived in thailand they make the packaged watermelon seeds to just crunch yeah. them right so yeah they are very good uh supplement it's natural supplement wow. in your diet so uh, you it's very it's very good to know that most of the seeds are kind of like a superfood right wow strawberry seeds are like if you chew them and like raspberry seeds um you can eat papaya seeds you just mm -hmm. dehydrate them i use them as a peppercorn wow. so a lot a lot of wow uh, you do that you can, yes you do that wow. if you eat like grape seeds you have this kind of like um rich minerals in those mm -hmm. seeds if you just eat them daily a wow. little bit it doesn't have to be like 
tons of them at once, right? Because they're not that tasty. (laughs) No. So do you have to bite on them? Is that the key? You can't just like swallow them whole and do they, if you do swallow them whole, do you know if they break apart inside your body? No, 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 rather not. Probably very rare, but usually not. And then, but you don't like, we don't intentionally bite them. They just kind of like one here and there. We just crunch whenever we eat or I make a smoothie. And I sometimes for the smoothie, I rather like take them out because I don't want too many. But if there are like few inside, yeah. then they just blend together and, um, Got it. and they're very good for you. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. So yes. that's all you guys eat in your whole um, household, including your husband. We eat, yeah, we eat basically, I would say 95% it's vegetables and fruits when the fruits are dominant because the kids eat more, more fruits than like us adults. Mm-hmm. However, my day, if I would imagine my day without eating fruit, I would just feeling like dehydrated, dry, old grandma. Cause like, I'm just kind of feeling like I need that water. <laughs> mm, yeah. So, um, so with your fight against eczema, mm-hmm. um, I know that you're super successful at it. You have classes that you teach other people is it like a niche yes. with moms or is it anybody? There's no limit. Anybody that comes through, like what's whole, are there parts of me that are holding, that are being held hostage by experiences that I had from, well, amazing, incredible family unit, like great parents that love me and want it the best for me too. But are there things that I adapted in my life from just childhood as must be um, for happiness or growth or, or yeah the family that I can let go of that will like eliminate stressors that I'm putting on myself. And I think, you know, I'm Italian. I love sitting down and all eating together. It's like my love, my love language. Yeah. Like coming together and eating. I feel like there, there are powerful moments in the, in the mundane of that. Like I love the chaos of that. I love the sounds of it. I love the smells. I love multiple, you know, dishes out everywhere. For me, that's that's something I, I I cherish when it does happen. But growing up, it was a 5 p.m. Everybody's at the table. We eat together. It was more of like this is what we do because this is this is how we're supposed to do it. And again, the chaos of that I love too. It's something I will always cherish. But um, it's not what makes your family a, a beautiful family unit. It's it's not it's yeah. not right. You can find that feeling of like really embracing the chaos in my case in any moment in our home when we're all together whether that's we're all eating or you know everybody just got home from sports and they all stink and they're trying to get in our shower or whatever you know that looks are like they going to bed without showering <laughs> listen showers are optional in this house socks are optional sometimes underwear is optional i'm like oh guys, figure it out you know like just figure it out i don't just as long as you're dressed for the legal code of standards, <laughs> out the door. Like you can't have your wang dang out. And I have to say that to my kids, my boys before wang dangs must be in. <laughs> How many times have I told you that? And I feel like that's a parenting win, to be honest. If you can get your kids to 18, understanding that wang dangs can't just come out whenever they want. <laughs> you, have, you have successfully raised children. Oh my gosh. But the, the thing about, the cool thing about it is, is although we know for a fact that it's not the normal um, family unit we grew up on. Why am I not enough? And he's dumping me because of this. And so I'm going through this transition, this divorce, right? With my husband and he just left the space here and uh, we're recreating our our relationship. Like, so, (laughs) so last week was like, don't ever call me again, you know? And then, and that's coming from my, my worthy conversation, my, my not enough conversation, my, the conversation of, um, th- it's just boiled, th- that's just what it is. I'm, I'm not enough. That's the lie. That's where the, it comes from, uh, the, the conversation of the child, the, the little girl, that's where that comes from. But uh, that's how it's the noise. <laughs> it's the noise that we listen to yeah, all the okay. time. Oh, that's what I was saying. So if I get stuck in that conversation, yeah. It's like a broken fucking record over and over. You're not enough. You're not, see that he said this and see, oh, see, see, see that. 
exactly what happened. And, and it's always trying to prove, I could always stand in the place of proving, see, I am enough, or just say, it's okay that you feel that way, but come on, we are enough now. And yeah. not any other person or circumstance is going to prove to us that we are. We get to step into, I am enough, I matter. And anybody who doesn't believe that for themselves is just, it's okay. It's, it's not their time to be a part of our life anymore. And it's okay to, to say, you did what you did because of you, not anything to do. That has nothing to do with me and everything to do with your own uh, unnurtured, unresolved issues that happen in, in your past, in your, as you and your little boy self. Yeah. <laughs> So when I was writing, very well sometimes. <laughs> I'm not a little boy. I swear I can have a beer with you right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a shot of tequila. Exactly. So I love how you said we're recreating our relationship yeah. because when I think a lot, a lot of divorces say, you know, we. I think it's normal to go through the mourning process and to go through some hate and to go through some. But what I love about you is you're so self-aware that when you get to that, you know how to pull yourself back and say, okay, hold on a second. You're not, you're not the person that I want to be. So we need to get back to, and the way that you frame your word is recreating, we're recreating our relationship, not ending our relationship. So I, I love that. Yeah. Thank you for that. You know? There's just, I tried, I tried, so I tried that on, right? Ending the relationship and being like severing a person from my life. And it, and even if it was through death, I feel like I cannot sever uh, the relationship. He is, he is, a, he is part of me. He is a part of my makeup, this vessel. We are, we are, we are a part of each other. And so I am, I'm not ready to end and he's not ready to end the bond that we have and to, to try to label it marriage, wife, husband, friend, part, business partner. It just, mm -hmm. none of those really work. It's just like, we're a part of each other's lives in in so many different ways. And so now we have to emo emotionally con or control our emotions around what was and what might be, you know, and take the risk of just living here right now. Yeah. And so that doesn't come easily. I mean, that comes after like 10 years of fucking breakdown, you know, <laughs> after breakdown, after breakdown, <laughs> after breakthrough and breakthrough. And it's like, yeah. it's taken a lot of time. Um, thank you for acknowledging the self-development because we've both done a lot of work, read and had mentors, business mentors, personal coaches and life coaches and classes and training oh my so much but it's all so worth it because here we are now being able to recreate to co-create a new version of us yeah <laughs> it makes personal development makes such a whole new world for you opens up this whole new world for you that and it's really mind-bending i came from corporate america my background is banking and insurance and all that other you know whatever um nice title and everything but none of that matters to me now and and that's through personal development because when i was in corporate america i had this library storage i mean book storage in my office and i had amazing books in there that i was gifted to to me i never picked them up i never even read the foreword neither the introduction and then you go through life and sometimes you seek for something. You don't even know what you're seeking for. Yes. You just know that you're not satisfied. And no matter how much money you make, you're like empty. Yes. So you, you seek for that. And then you start this journey that you didn't even know it was a, a soul searching journey. It's a right. personal development journey and through my soul searching i came across books and then I'm like oh my gosh i have these books yes. <laughs> and i started uh -huh. reading just small you know i think when we have the tendency to shut down and say i don't want to read a book because it's thick but i think we need to take it a little bit of every day and just commit to a daily habit and okay. when i 
when I started doing that, it totally oh, yeah. turned on a lot of switch in my mindset that I didn't even think it was there. Mm. And, you know, I used to judge a lot of people and I'm not going to not admit that. Sure. Now, when someone judge others, like it, I don't even hear it. Like it's, I heard it, but I'm, it's like, it's immediately out of my brain mm-hmm. because I don't, you don't know that person's story. You don't know that person's journey. Right. Every journey has a story behind it. And, and for you to judge it because of what you see is so unacceptable. Yeah. And so um, I'm so self-aware, very awakened human being. Um, when you're talking to me, I resonate a lot with what you're saying because, and that's how I know, oh, Melina's had a lot of personal development. <laughs> a lot. And, and I still need a lot more. <laughs> we, the more we are personally developed, the more we are hungry for it. Yes. Like it's, it becomes so like true. brushing your teeth or showering every day. It's yeah. part of you. So um, you talk a lot about Vessel and the bus, right? And the driver of the bus. And my word of the year this year is coach. Or no, I'm sorry, it's ride. It's like I'm, I'm everybody's ride. And what's so fascinating is, is that when I started this word of the year, I believe in 2013. So I've had five word of the years. Love it. Uh-huh. And every time I pick one, I always achieve something every year because every day, even my alarm is, has that label on it just to always see it all the time. So ride. So this year I wrote a small book that's quick read and all these other stuff that I've just thought I'd never accomplish um, because of the word. And I wanted to like, again, live in service and serve others and just, you know, share contents that really will help others grow themselves and inspire others to not only, I hate the word inspire sometimes because I want to people to just not just get inspired and go back in their old ways, but I want them to get inspired into action, you know? And, and if they're inspired enough by what I'm doing, I want them to also take that and then push them into executing whatever it is they've been wanting to do in their life. Uh So being just inspired is no longer enough for me. If somebody's not just, I mean, it's good, but I want those people that are inspired by this podcast to take action Mm. and be fearless about or, or remove the fear or that wall that's just been stopping them from becoming who they should be. Yes. So like in my, in my coaching, um, so I did, I did the, the, the training that I did was over about 120, 130 days. And then after I completed, I went back and coach. I've, it's total volunteer work. So I volunteered for another journey. And so basically more than 200 days of the year, I was in service first inward, then complete outward focus. So the, one of the major things that I learned was to meet someone where they're at. Mm -hmm. So if they're inspired, but not ready to take action, why is that? And let's look at that. Let's look at just that little, let's let's look through a pinhole real quickly and see what is coming up for you around that. What emotion is coming up? What does this remind you of? You know, all that. So if I'm able to meet someone where they're at, it's really important for me and it's developing in me the empathy that is needed in that relationship, you know? So um, I get to find more ways to be in service. I get to create the time more often. So I started, you're talking about a quick read. I started writing, um, I guess it would be like a mini ebook or something. It's called 10 absolutes to remember when you feel like the will to live has left the building. So at a certain time uh, before I started the major self-development because I, um, sorry, my phone was buzzing. I, went to my first Tony Robbins class when I was 19. I went back when I was 26. You know, I went to UPW, walked on fire, you know, learned about wow. limiting beliefs. 
And then I started this major training um, and coaching in Las Vegas in 2015. And in March of 2015, my date to like off myself was May 24th, 2015. I had a day, I had a plan. I was, I was done. I was like, fuck life. I'm done living this. I don't get it. I, it's not, for me. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Well, I'm, I'm failing, you know, and I am, I cry every day, depression, you know, this bullshit. And they're actually things, actions. I, I believe that motion and emotion, motion creates emotion. And so if we're able to take that action, then we can change the emotion around what's going on. And so, um, one of them, you know, just breathe, just breathe wow. in breath, just acknowledge that the breath going in is cooler than it's coming out. And when you, that allows to get real present, you know, and, 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 and that little simple action wow. and attention awareness, you know, shifts everything. Have you, do you follow Jay Shetty? No, I don't know who that is. He used to I be a monk. Down. Yes. So okay. he used to be a monk. Okay. And it's, it, you reminded me of him and what he said about his monk school was when he first got there, he saw, I think it was a 14, 12 year old monk teaching five year old monks. So cute. And he asked the teacher, you know, what are you, what are you doing? He says, I'm teaching the five year old monks. Um, the first thing they need to learn about monk school to being a monk. And he says, um, what, what did they learn? And he says, breathing. Mm -hmm. The first thing they teach in monk school is how to breathe because breathing changes your emotions, changes your whole entire mood. And if you are stressed, breathe. If you are having a challenge, breathe. And it truly change the way that you feel in almost yes. immediately. And that was really um, eye-opening to me when I heard that. So if you have the time, there's an interview of him uh -huh. on uh, YouTube by uh, Tom, I, I can't even remember his last name, but he okay. hosts a show. Yeah, he hosts a show called um, um, Impact Fury, Tom Ballou. Tom Ballou is his name, but Impact Fury is the show and he, uh, Jay Shetty is on there and that's what it is. It's, it's amazing. Anyways, we're, we're out of time. I'm going to ask you, wow, that went fast. That went fast. <laughs> already almost one hour. I could totally talk to you forever. <laughs> so, um, first, first of all, I want to commend you for all your um success and part of your success is your you know obviously your struggles and all that that's all part of being successful yeah. yes it is because when you go through that nothing is more successful than overcoming a lot of challenges and adversities and i want to commend you for being mature about what you're going through because i think it takes a a, a lot of courage and a lot of really strength to see it as a recreation of a relationship versus the negative word, right? I love that new terminology that I learned from you. And in every podcast that I do, I always learn at least one thing. Yeah. And if there was one thing that I learned today, it's that how you frame what you're going through as a recreating your relationship with your husband versus uh, cutting it off, right? So... I also commend you for, of course, being a mother and a hustler. Yeah, yeah. Because that is not an easy feat. Hustle and hustle in there, my <laughs> It is not easy. So where can people find you, Melina? Um, of course, on Facebook. Um, my fan page is Melina Simone Media. And then um, I'm establishing um, motherhustlermovement.com. And so at each, when, as my podcast starts to roll out, um, 
I've only recorded two or three. I'm, I'm baby. I'm in, I'm in the, the infant, infancy stages. But as that rolls out, every, every episode, I want to give away a coffee mug or a shirt or whatever, and then hashtag Mother Hustler. And then we start cr to create more of uh, the moms coming together and really creating a movement towards this is what I'm into. This is what I'm up to. This is where I fell back. This is, you know, um, yeah. this is where I need support. Who's, who's out there that can support me, you know? So hashtag Mother Hustler. And um, that those are the main places. And oh, Instagram, you know, Melina That's Simone. Cool. I'm legally changing my middle name to Simone. Um, and so Nina Simone talks about um, it's a new day, it's a new dawn, right? Yeah. And it's a new life for me. And this is this is the, the, the journey right now. And, and if you cut up the word into syllables, S-I is uh, Spanish for C, yes? Yes. M, right? S-I-M, and then O-N-E, O-N-E, one, one love, one, one version, one truth, uh, and W-O-N-E could be one. And so C-M-1. <laughs> As I tell myself, I'm very competitive, right? So I'm like, I don't care what happens, I, I win. <laughs> I love your twist on the word because I love messing with words like yeah. um success like everything has to suck first before success success right yeah. before you, you you move I on to success that. i play i play on words a lot because i really truly believe that that these words come from the truth right yeah. and we don't know where these words come from other than the new words that are now coming out but um anyways there's it's and like my friend alex that i was talking about miss mistakes they're not really a failure. They're just missed takes. Right. You just missed a take. Right. It's not that you didn't try. You tried your best, but you missed, missed a take. Now do it again, right? right. So I love playing on words too, like you are doing. Love it. So one question, or actually a couple questions. Okay. So at the end of your, um, well, first I want to ask, what is the one lesson you learned from your mom that you want to pass on your kids, mm. pass on to your kids. My, which is the lesson I'm living right now is family sticks together. Family yeah. sticks together. Doesn't, awesome. doesn't matter what it looks like. Doesn't matter how bad someone has effed up. You stick together. So awesome. that's the main, that's the main lesson my mom has taught me. Awesome. And then so this is a this is my favorite question to all of my guests. The end of all this journey, you're on your deathbed. Your entire life flashes in front of you. You have accomplished everything and you've left no stones unturned. Hmm. You killed it in life and you have everything you've ever wanted. Your kids ask you their last question. They're standing around your deathbed and they say, Mom, what are the top three things you are proud of as accomplishing as a mother mm. what would those three things be wow that's intense the top three things is is that they know because i have showed them and have demonstrated that they matter that they're completely individual and that everything they bring to the world and to the people that come in and out of their life matters. Um, that they know that I've taught them that. Um, that we are all created in God's image in the way that we are all divine. We are all God. We are all love. We are all connected. And, and that the next person that they walk by is equal. And that, mm -hmm. and that we are all connected. Um, the third thing that I it was not perfect, that I want them to learn that I've messed up a lot, that I've made a lot of mistakes, that I've um, continued to seek, I continue to learn. Yes, I've gone through a lot of development, but I'm just beginning. And yes. we're always in process. So um, that they learn that I tried my best that in everything that I did, I did my best. And, and I've, I've 
the demonstration of that in marriage is like just a, a pure example is I've tried everything to keep the marriage together, you know, to stay married. I did my best and it gets to shift. It gets to be recreated. So now I get to do my best at that. <laughs> so that's great. Thank yeah. you for all yeah. that. And like, <laughs> I would never have said those things if you had not asked me the specific question. That's amazing. See, that's good because your kids are going to listen to it one day yeah. and, and they're going to be like, wow. Wow. So last question before I let you go, what's your definition of a mother hustler? Ooh. My definition of a mother hustler is a woman who has stepped into um, every situation with knowing she has all the tools, she has every right, every ability to crush it in every mm -hmm. form or fashion. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, girlfriend, I, <laughs> I enjoyed this so much. I can't wait to do it like side by side or next to yeah, you one, yeah. I'll, one of I'll these days. You come on mine. <laughs> yes, I'll definitely come on yours and we'll, we're going to have so much fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll see you. You were a brilliant light. Love we'll and light. see you next time. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, sisters, thank you so much for listening and always supporting the Being Mother Hustler podcast every single episode, every single week. I know most of you take screenshots of these episodes and share it all over your social media outlets. And for some of you that's left us a five-star review from the bottom of my heart, I'm so super grateful for you. Make sure you follow us on Spotify and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And it would mean the world to the entire Mother Hustler Nation community if you wrote us a five-star review. Because I'm telling you, this is not about me. This is not about you. It's about all of us in the community inspiring each other, learning from each other, and not allowing each other to make any excuses to chase our dreams. I swear I read those reviews and it fuels me to my core, makes me cry for great reasons, so I so look forward to reading those reviews. As always, sisters, don't forget to give, serve, live, and love. Have a mother hustling day.